And I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor, Giles Beckford. Kia ora, Giles. Fisher & Paykel Healthcare is holding up a profit. Uh, kia ora to you, Charlotte. Yes, it's been a big crop of company earnings uh, today. On top of the pile has been Fisher & Paykel Healthcare. It's reported revenue and profit growth in the first half, despite rising costs and a drop in COVID-related demand. The respiratory equipment maker's net profit was up 12%, just over $107 million, with revenue up 16% to nearly one, uh, $804 million. Uh, sales to hospitals were ro- uh, rose 11%. Home care sales for equipment such as uh, sleep apnea-related uh, equipment was up 26%. Well, Fish and Paykel Healthcare's chief executive, Lewis Graydon, says the second half is expected to be stronger than the first as the company returns to business as normal. Business as usual for us is adding salespeople kind of as the revenue grows and where the, where the revenue grows. That's business as usual and we're back to business as usual. We've added people in, I think now we're up to 17 countries around the world over the last two to three years. I would say that's definitely turning in a result in terms of both hardware sales and um, utilisation. The other place where we've added salespeople is in our anaesthesia sales force and uh, yeah, also definitely making a very strong contribution. Lewis Graydon is expecting full year revenue of about $1.7 billion and net profit in the range of 250 to $260 million, which is above last year's result. Well, the country's largest retirement village operator, Ryman Healthcare, has posted a lower half-year profit on reduced property value gains, while its underlying performance was marginally ahead of last year. Net profit uh, for the six months into September, just under $187 million. That compares with $194 million the year before. The underlying profit was $139 million, with revenue rising on higher spending for services by residents, although unit sales are lower. The company's been going through a bit of a reset of operations with three developments suspended and two sites readied for sale as it looks to reinforce its finances and reduce debt. Well, the chief executive, Richard Umbers, says the slowing housing market has had an effect and he's told a briefing that Ryman is getting a balance between development and sales. Now, a key focus for management has been to ensure that our build programme is matched to sales activity and we continue to reprioritise our development programme in light of this. As a result, we now expect a portfolio increase of between 650 and 750 units and beds in FY24. We expect around 40% of this build to come from aged care beds, reflecting the number of main buildings that we have in flight. Richard Umber says Ryman will not be adding unnecessarily to its land holdings. And the company's not paying a half-year dividend. Indeed, they won't be expecting to pay dividend for at least a couple of years, with a review on that in 2026, as the company seeks to save cash for other activities. Well, glass, man- glass manufacturer Metro Performance Glass has posted a half-year loss amid uncertainty about the country's construction sector. $9.2 million loss compares with a $600,000 profit a year ago. Although we should note that the current result is largely because of a $9.1 million write-down on intangible assets in New Zealand. And that's largely because of the negative outlook for the sector. Taking up those one-offs, Metro Glass reported an after-tax profit of $2.1 million. Revenue down 6%, New Zealand revenue falling 13%. And the Australian operation, which is still up for sale, continues to perform better. Metro Glass Chief Executive Simon Mander says the outlook for the local construction sector doesn't look good. 
In New Zealand, the 12-month rolling residential consents have declined, and while they are still above long-term trends, glass demand has fallen significantly. Demand for construction materials decreased across the sector, and forecasts remain uncertain for FY24. It is the company's view that these conditions are likely to continue until inflation pressures and interest rates ease. While ensuring we deliver quality products safely and with excellent customer service, the company is resizing itself. Well, Metroglass didn't provide any earnings forecast for the rest of the year, but it says the New Zealand business will remain cash positive. As we said, it was a real glut of company reports. Among some of the other big releases out this morning, the transport software company E-Road slipped to a half-year loss of $1.2 million as revenue increased, but it invested in future development and growth. The chair, Susan Patterson, says the result shows the company's headed in the right direction. Revenue was up more than $3 million to $88.9 million, and the prospect is that it will be cash flow positive next year. The company's aiming for significant growth in North America while building on its home New Zealand and Australian markets. In July, it rejected a takeover offer from a Canadian software firm, calling it inadequate but then moved to raise $50 million in a poorly supported share sale, which needed the underwriters to get over the line. And the diversified uh, property investor Argosy reported interim bottom line loss of just under $20 million. That compares with a gain or profit of about $11 million last year. The result reflects a big hit in falling property values in its portfolio. However, its income for the period was up 6%, and it says occupancy in its buildings is at 98%. Well, a lot there to digest for investors, and let's see what they've made of it on the local market. I'm joined by James Hunter of Jarden Securities. Kira to you, James. Kira Giles, how are you? I'm well, thank you. More to the point, how have the uh, investing public uh, shareholders taken to those results that we've just been talking about? Um, obviously, the NZX50 was up about half percent yesterday, and on the back of uh, some of those positive financial results that hit the market, uh, the New Zealand NZX50 is up uh, about 160 points today, currently trading at 11397. Key performers this morning, obviously, Fisher and Paykel leading the way, um, up over 11% um, as we speak to over $25 on the back of the uh, first half of our financial year 24 results this morning. Um, Channel Infrastructure is also up 4.6% to $79, and Kathmandu Brands up 1.25% to $0.81. Cents. Um, Lyman Healthcare also up nearly percent this morning following its growth and underlying profit to $302 million. A um, couple of detractors on the New Zealand market today. We've got Investor Property down 1.9% to $1.02. Alita Group down 1.9% to $1.04, and Oceania Healthcare down 1.4% to $0.71. Cents. So does one take from this, uh, people uh, A, uh, buoyed by the strength of the earnings reports, especially for people like Fisher and Paykel Healthcare, is there an element here also of the uh, people just looking towards the Reserve Bank decision that's out this afternoon, perhaps hoping you know, rate rises well and truly done? Yeah, I think uh, obviously this uh, being um, the, uh, the last one for the year, um, there's obviously going to be a bit of a focus on that and a lot of the rhetoric that we're getting um, from economists is that uh, they the will keep interest rates on hold. Um, and it's also what we're seeing flow through from the Federal Reserve in the US. Um, that Basically, we think uh, a policy on hold message is going to be pretty consistent. So 
Right, we better scamper through the rest of the markets. Just a headline for Australia and then a quick look at the currency, please. Sure. So the ASX is just up slightly 25 points to 7040. Um, and New Zealand dollars up very slightly against most of our major trading currencies at the moment. Um, US dollars were 0.6146 against the Aussie, were 0.9. Two three one against the pound. We're currently at point four eight three six. The euro were point five five seven eight. The Japanese yen were down very slightly to ninety point three eight, and the Chinese one were uh, currently at four point three nine. Thank you very much. We'll leave it there. That's James Hunter of Jardin Securities. As we said, Reserve Bank uh, statement uh, decision on rates out at two o'clock. Uh, listen to RNZ News or watch us on the website. We'll be covering it as it breaks and bring you analysis and all the other market numbers and news around 5.30 in Checkpoint.